welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the sequel to the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. Ooh, I think I did pretty well at that new intro. I thought about it a lot before I did it, but I think that was pretty slick. Hi, Duncan. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It always feels so strange. I think I've said this on the podcast before to ask Duncan how he's doing because it's usually like... (laughs) being like all right like the end of a conversation it's like okay time to do the podcast now to ask him how he's doing i know how you're doing he's always doing fine that's you, true because you have a good attitude thank you yeah is there anything that you would like to uh any any secrets you'd like to reveal that i don't already know Mm-hmm. okay um one secret is that i've been thinking about uh this podcast recording okay um and i feel maybe if I assigned a vibe to the recording session, I could imbue that throughout. Okay. So today's vibe, I was thinking ominous. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> I guess that's uh, interesting for everyone but me. <laughs> I was say, uh, you didn't respond. Uh, like, you were, you did look very ominously at me when I was doing the intro. So I think you're off to a good start. Uh, ooh. <laughs> you're already making a weird face at me. Yes? Hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. To be clear, I don't have anything planned. Okay. I'm You're just, just trying to promote ominous. ominous vibes through sheer force of will. All right. Well, I guess the audience will have to weigh in on whether you are ominous or not. Great place to be ominous here on this comedy podcast. Good work. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it was not what I thought you were going to say when you said you were going to assign a vibe to the episode. What vibe would you have gone with? threatening i guess ominous and threatening go together maybe yeah i don't know that doesn't feel quite right either though Mm. we'll have to workshop this for next time we still gotta what What? if there's a next time well (laughs) that was good (laughs) so we got 17 episodes left so we got time but anyway here we are again for chapter three of pain without love i hope you've all been streaming the song by three days grace to get ready for this week's episode In case you've forgotten what happened in uh, last week's jam-packed episode, Julia discovered the concept of a home and of windows. (laughs) She was, uh, she's visiting Germany with uh, Bill and they met his family and they were kind of just wandering around looking at houses. And it seems like they're going to make some kind of move to settle down there because as we all know, Julia is pregnant and it seems like she wants to own the home that's next door to Bill and Tom or something like that. And it is for sale. So seems convenient. Seems like that's what we're all building to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, summary of this chapter is seeing the baby. Which is, uh, I guess we'll see it today. <laughs> I guess we'll see it today. The introduction of the baby. Oh. What? If we, if we get to that point, yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> uh, the... What is it? Three Days of Grace? Yeah. Sounds like another band. Third Eye Blind. Both of them got, huh, yeah, got, they got three, three at the beginning. Yeah, they got three at the and beginning. And then three words. Isn't there, isn't there another one? There's another band that's also three, isn't it? Ooh, great question. Yeah. I feel like maybe, you know, I think I'm not thinking of that. I'm thinking of bands with three words in the title, like Red Jumpsuit app- Apparatus. That's one, right? Well, I don't know. That one's four, three words. My Chemical Romance. Also, there are presumably... Taking I haven't, Back Sunday. I haven't counted, but I would bet there are a lot of bands with three words. Fall Out Boy? Yeah, That's, a lot of bands with three words. Fall Out Boy is two words, right? It's kind of two. No, it's it's three words, I think. 
But I think you think of it as two words. They're the titular fallout boy. So this is interesting. They're named after like the end of a relationship. Are they? Like a falling out? I don't know. I have no idea. So as you may know, before there was a band called Fallout Boy, there was a Simpsons character called Fallout Boy that was a, a no. parody of Robin from Batman and Robin. I've never heard of that, but it feels like everything. Duncan's a big Simpsons fan. It feels like everything in the world always comes back to the Simpsons. Even the things you wouldn't think are a Simpsons reference are secretly a Simpsons reference. Yeah. And so. some of them you you might not even be aware of. Ooh. Very um, ominous. Thank you. Uh, all this to say, it was unclear to me for a long time whether Fallout Boy had intentionally done this, but it seems obvious that they did take the name from The Simpsons. They did. It seems like it must have. Why would you call your band Fallout Boy? I, I imagine I don't know. this is confirmed or denied online. I don't remember exactly. All right, we'll have to look into that behind the scenes. But uh, all that to say, in The Simpsons, it's named after radioactive Fallout. Right? I see. Okay. Um, like the uh, game Fallout. Like the game Fallout. Yeah, yeah, it all comes back together. I wonder if there are any Simpsons references in this book. There haven't been any yet, but it's not uh, too late. Yeah, none that we know of. None that we know of, and I feel like you would have caught them if there were. Your your new goal that I'm giving you is to find a way that anything, even if it's not intended to be a Simpsons reference, I want you to find something that could be a Simpsons reference. That's um, a true test of your the knowledge. The Simpsons also live in a house. Good work. Okay. All right. We're off to a great start. Let's see, let's see what else we can do. This chapter is very interesting in that it starts off with like three bricks of text. Yeah, look at this. Just three huge paragraphs. We got paragraphs this is, this here. This is a regular old monologue here. This is an audition piece. Um, Shakespeare so, who? Oh, well, let's hear it. All right. I've always wondered what it's like to be pregnant. Very great start. Good start. To, what is it? Soliloquy? Is that when you're like just delivering a little speech on your own? Hmm, yeah. Probably. With your stomach as big as the moon. Wow. Uh, yeah. Metaphor. Uh, crazy. How do you walk? <laughs> <laughs> you're bed bound. <laughs> mm. How do you bend? How do you lose the weight later? All very good questions to be asking. I always feel like... Very 13-year-old writing a book about a pregnant person. One of the easiest ways to lose weight, I always thought, was to have a baby. Uh-huh. Um, because then you're <laughs> immediately like seven pounds lighter. That's true. Those are the few things baby books don't tell you. Like how to walk and how to bed. <laughs> I bet they do tell you that. I bet they do. I, I, bet I, would, they... I suspect that's a big part of I'm them. I'm sure they tell you all of these things. I've been doing my best to get used to being pregnant. When nobody's around, I stuff pillows under my shirt just so I can know what it's like to be pregnant. Hang on. There's a lot of typos here. Yeah, wow. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, nobody's, it's a, it's like, it's like nobody's like the plural of nobody. Like a gaggle no, of skeletons. Yeah, no, and then bodies, V-O-D-I-E-S. Yeah, yeah a, a gaggle of skeletons. So when there is not a gaggle of skeletons around. There's no bodies. Yeah. Yeah. When there are no bodies, she stuffs pillows with an E after the W. Yeah. That's a crazy one. That's an interesting one. I'm like, where do, who did she think she was? She, pillows. This reminds me, <laughs> this whole sentence is actually very Shakespearean. Yes. She like just threw an unnecessary E in somewhere. And then no is spelled wrong. It says now, which is just a regular typo. 
that's it stands out even more starkly in contrast to the metaphor we just got you know yeah it's true it's like it started off so strong yeah. and then we have when nobody's around i stuff pillows under my shirt so i can now what it's like to be pregnant and now here's a great one the following sentence i haven't even read this one yet so far it's not very comofortable comofortable there's an extra o yeah comofortable comofortable Great sentence in comparison uh, to what we started off with. I like so far. <laughs> so far, it's not very comfortable. What, what, what is the ultimate destination? Like Beca- that Being pregnant? I don't know. She will become comfortable with having pillows in her shirt? <laughs> I guess she's just, she'll become more comfortable in what what is to come. She's been pregnant for like a day. Right. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Ever morning, great. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. Ever morning, I have to throw up, so I might as well forget about breakfast. Bill says I need to eat more, or else I'll just turn into dust. <laughs> oh huh. my God. Is that something people usually say? I don't think so. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That sounds like something I, as a person, would say. It does not sound like a, something a regular old person would say, but like, you do not eat, you will turn into dust. So, one time I recall um, in. I think it was Halloween special five on the Simpsons <laughs> groundkeeper Willie burnt to dust. Um, yeah. after the, the, the school, uh, what do you call the thing in the basement where the heat comes from? Boiler room? Yeah. Well, after the boiler was too hot and then he turns into dust uh, and gets swept up. That was pretty good. Good work. All right. You did it. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's our Simpsons reference. That's why it felt so out of place. Yeah, it wasn't a very it was well, a Simpsons reference, it was a Simpsons and it wasn't reference. very well hidden. Exactly, I don't blame him. I'd be scared too if the person holding your child can point out each of their ribs. Oh, good lord! Maybe she will turn to dust. Simone has also been trying to feed me too. She usually gives me more food than the others, like a dog. She gives her like little bits of chicken under the table. Why does they Why does this? Why? I mean, maybe she's trying to fatten her up to eat her. To eat her. That's a good point. Mm. Which makes Tom mad since I usually get most of his food. Oh, there's only enough. <laughs> there's only exactly enough food for every person. And then they just take it off of Tom's plate, put it right onto Julia's. I love that it's a zero sum game. <laughs> I usually just sneak it back to him under the table like a dog. Who's the dog here? I guess it's him. He's the one getting the scraps under the table. Let's just say I don't have much of an appetite for German food and neither does the baby. That's fair. Yeah. Also appetite spelled wrong. But uh, I don't really know. Like, I get, What is German food, I guess? You've been to Germany. I have not. Yeah. Um, potatoes. I love potatoes. Fish. Fish. Sausage. Here's uh, German's favorite food, uh, doner, um, which is, of course, an adaptation of a Turkish food. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, one of those very common food tropes where like a national a piece of national cuisine is uh you know very heavily influenced by another culture like Mm -hmm. the way that curry is now a british food Mm -hmm. that's that was my primary impression of berlin the thing i ate most was was, uh the dinner kebabs oh it's Uh, a kebab it's not a kebab they call it a kebab which means something different yeah there um no it is it is a little a flatbread Uh uh-huh a German flatbread uh-huh. with Turkish meat and vegetables inside. You oh, can get a, it without the meat, as like, I did. Like a gyro? 
Yes, kind okay. of. But, yeah. but with a German flatbread. That sounds good. Oh, it's great. You can get one at the um, Industry City. They Julie, have a yeah. Turner Kebab place. Julia's being a little nerd then. Being annoying. Well, they're probably not. They're probably having potatoes. I love potatoes. Who That's doesn't true. love potatoes? Yeah, fair enough. I know I should be taking any food I get, especially after what's happened to me. <laughs> but I personally think I'd rather go without food. What's, oh ha- my what's God. happened to her? She's been homeless. Remember oh, she had to eat, oh, like, out oh, of the yeah. trash? I forgot about that. She had to wait for the people to leave their scraps outside mm. of the doors. And now she's getting a perfectly good home-cooked meal. And she's like, I'd rather go without. Now, I appreciate that sentence because it um, uh, took a little bit of the burden off my shoulders around being ominous. That's true. <laughs> she's being such a little, a little snot, being so rude to Simone, who's prepared her a wonderful meal. And she's like, no, I simply will not eat the food. Yeah. At night, after Bill falls asleep, I steal his wallet and go get fast <laughs> and go get fast food somewhere else. Oh. What? Wow. What? Wow. This took a turn. She's committing robbery. That's so rude. Why would she do that? Oh, she's being so rude to the Germans. Oh, Julia. I'm sorry to any Germans who are listening. Oh no, the poor Germans. This is by far the most egregious thing I've ever we've ever like done to Germany in any of these stories. He's still wondering why he's always missing $7 from his wallet. <laughs> exactly $7 every day? What is she ordering? Well, you tell me. What cost $7 uh, 10 years ago? I was going to say, like, that's a lot of food, se- like, several years ago. Like, yeah. this has to be, like, more than 10 years ago. She's probably going to McDonald's. Right. They still had the dollar menu back then. You could get a full course meal for three bucks. Oh, they don't have the dollar menu anymore. I don't think they do. I that think would, it's like it the two fifty menu. If they yeah. got rid of it. Yeah, they definitely had the dollar menu when I was this age. Right, I remember the dollar menu. Yeah, so she does not. That would be like seven items of food. Well, you don't have to. You probably get like a meal comes with fries and a soda, and you know it's got one of the numbers on it. Yeah, I don't think it would, I don't even think even that would have been seven dollars. No, probably not. That's expensive for yeah. fast food. I'm not planning on telling him anytime soon. Wow. Yeah. No shit, you little thief. Whoa. Rude. Now you're the one who's rude. I'm <laughs> being ominous to her and threatening. Hmm. Today, Bill and I are going to the doctor so we can make sure the baby is developing, okay? German healthcare. No, the baby's going to be a clown because of all the McDonald's she's been eating. They put the ultrasound on and they're like, oh. <laughs> oh and they're like, what, what's going on? They're like, well, I'm seeing a nose. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, please don't tell me you see the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> And then you just hear quiet Chris circus music. You hear a little, uh, one of those little horns. Yeah. <laughs> I laid down in a big chair and a nurse put some kind of jelly over my small stomach. She had an odd look on her face when she put the jelly over my visible rib cage. Ugh, here we go again. Why rib cage though? That's not where the uterus is. <laughs> well, she's probably like, you're too skinny for... Why, to... why is she putting the, um, the ultrasound gel on her rib cage? Oh, Goes on the yeah, tummy. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is weird. It's supposed to go on your low tummy, yeah. I think. Ugh, here we go again. A doctor came in and started running some kind of machine over my stomach. What does she mean? Okay, here, so okay, like, hang on. Okay. Okay, go so ahead, I was say, she says, here we go again. I'm guessing it's because she's being judged by a nurse for being skinny and, and pregnant. But then the doctor comes in and she's like, this is brand new information when the doctor starts like doing the ultrasound. So how have we, how have we been in this position? I think maybe someone else like Simone has been judging her for being skinny. Okay. Um, but the implication of this is that no one is explaining any of it. They're like, I don't know. (laughs) They started putting some cream and some machines. I don't know. I don't know. 
And suddenly they're telling me my baby's a clown. <laughs> he looked at the screen next to him, which showed the inside of my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Here are your innards. Well, there's your baby. Love that. Love that he's like, here you go. <laughs> he pointed to an extremely small figure on the screen. Ah, figure. a figure. A figure. <laughs> Who was that? Who could hey, that be? Hey, you know be? what? Figures are often ominous. Yeah, that's true. There's just a, a some kind of ominous figure in the distance. Tears formed in my eyes, and my heart pumped faster as I looked at the little miracle inside of me. I love the physiological description. Like my pupils dilating. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Bill, and tears were already streaming down his face. He gripped my hand tightly. I'm going to be a daddy. And I'm going to be a mommy. Clown horns. <laughs> <laughs> beep boop. That's how the horns sound. They say yeah, beep. beep boop. It was too early to tell if the baby would be a boy or a girl. Or a or clown. A clown yeah. <laughs> but the doctor did give us a picture of the baby. Bill and I decided to tell his parents about the baby tonight. I wiped the jelly off my stomach and oh. we went back home. She's like, clean your own jelly. <laughs> Get out. Get out. They just leave her with all that jelly. Oh, that's German healthcare for you. It's like, it's free, but they make you clean up the jelly yeah. yourself. Yeah, that, well, you know, it's worth it. <laughs> it was around five o'clock when we got home, which meant Simone was probably busy cooking. Wow, so dutiful. Yeah, I was going to say, I, at first I was like, why is the time relevant? Because I was like, we hardly ever get the time, the date, the location. But I was like, hmm. Guess dinner time. Simone always had to start cooking at five, so dinner would be ready at 530. She mm. runs on a very tight schedule. Because if she doesn't. Mm. <laughs> this is a very good chapter for you to be ominous. <laughs> Bill and I entered the house and went up to his room until we were called down to dinner. Like Weird. teenagers. Strange. <laughs> They're not even acting like he is a like international rock star. They're like, I will go to my bed and idle. <laughs> I will go to my room and idle until I'm summoned for dinner. We sat down at the table across from Gordon and Simone. Where's Tom? In all of this. He's also in this house. Weird. Oh, but the next line is, hey, where's Tom? <laughs> uh, I definitely gave a voice to Simone last time. I gotta rem- I should write these down or something. <laughs> what was it? You tell me. No, you tell me. She I was don't... very scary. She was, it was scary? It was scary and menacing. Oh, she had a crazy voice, right? Yeah. Like it was oh, like God, it was like that. It's like it was like it was like that, right? Yeah, I regl- I re- reluctantly yes. <laughs> no, that's like that's like Jar Jar. I mean, that he, is that is not totally off pace. He, he was calling that girl Tyma. Oh, I don't know if that's quite right. The O was not just me. That is literally that's what, the line. That's the line. That's what mm. Julia says. Oh. Mm. Why did they say it like they don't like that girl Taiva? Like she's trash. I mean, she is a street rat. But why? Why they say it that way? They haven't met her yet. So rude. Yeah. We ate in silence until it was finally time. What? How often? Well, that's why you mentioned the time earlier. Yes. Until it was finally time. Until it was finally time. Time. Yeah. Pulls out a knife. Five thirty-eight. I pulled the picture out of my pocket and handed it to Bill. Uh, mom, dad. Yes! Oh, God. Um, me and uh, Julia want to show you something. Nope. Um, me and Julia want you to know something. Oh, well, what is it? God. 
Bill handed Simone the picture and she gasped. She covered her open mouth with her hand. Gordon snatched the picture from her and got the same expression on his face. Like that he just snatched it. He's like, give me that. Julius, sure. Yeah. Well, isn't that great? That's like there's an ellipses and everything, and that is the end of the chapter. Mm. I like that. Well, you know what? We don't know what's going to yeah, happen no. next. Pretty, no, it's very spooky. Very ominous. Very yeah. good tone for this chapter. Mm. I do like that her only contributions in this conversation are oh and yeah. <laughs> That's all she said in this, not in this whole chapter, but in this conversation specifically, this iconic moment. Last time uh, you made a prediction about how many words she would speak. No, it was a goal. It was not a prediction. It was a goal. Well, this one is definitely under, under Under the word count. Yeah. She is nowhere near the goal, which I think, I think I said 100, but I think it might've had to be higher because there are some chapters where she actually speaks. You said 20 and it had to be higher than that. Yes. Maybe it's 100. 100 would be a lot. Yeah. This is nowhere near 100. I think this is possibly even less than 20. Yeah. This this one's quite few. Yeah. She had that very long monologue though. She's got such a, got so much to think, but she has nothing to say. Her internal life is rich. (laughs) She's rich with internal thought, but... Yeah, there you have it. So my prediction for the next chapter is that their baby's going to be a clone. Yeah. I think that um, the parents will be mad. Ooh. I thought you were going to say that the parents, it's going to reveal that this is a Hansel and Gretel retelling and they're going to try to eat the baby. So like you were saying, they're trying to fatten her up Mm. to eat. So it could be that. I don't uh, want to hijack your prediction, but... Right. I mean, maybe they can be both. Maybe they're mad that she's pregnant uh-huh. because they have a policy against killing and eating <laughs> they, pregnant they, women. Yeah, they don't want to eat babies. They will only eat, eat adult humans. <laughs> Could be. Could be. So there are a lot of, like, uh, baby meats. What? Like veal. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know if anyone eats fetus meat. I thought you were going to say... Uh... People eat eggs. I guess that's a kind of fetus meat. I thought you were you were making a reference to like there used to be a mod in The Sims Two where you could uh, barbecue and eat a baby. Right. And I thought you were making like a reference to that. <laughs> I was like, what? It's <laughs> like nobody really does that in real life. It's just that one Sims Two mod. Uh, cannibalism. Yeah, I thought you were making a reference to cannibalism. Some people do it. Yeah, some people do do it. I mainly was thinking. I think that it would be interesting if this story became like that sims 2 mod which i was playing a lot of sims 2 at this point in my life i don't think i ever had that mod the the barbecue baby mod right but it would be interesting if this is where the story's going yeah i doubt it yeah it's not my prediction that's fair that's fair well in the meantime if you want to place your bets you can let us know on twitter at my first fan pod instagram at first fan fiction podcast or you can email me at my first fan fiction at gmail.com. Pain! 